to do anything to scare your children. That's the last thing we want to do. We don't want to scare anybody. The tourists come over to chill on the beach. But they don't come over the hill where we sleep. We got nightmares and they got fantasies. No sanity, it's just insanity. My mommy hoping nothing happens to me. How we can start off? We in the same place, different angle. You know, we came off the casting couch, and we went back to the. What do you actually? What do you call these chairs? Uh, personal chair. Oh, personal personal chairs. Yeah, we were we about to get personal today, because you know, I feel like we have like a goat in our presence, like a, le- a like a legend, Savonavide legend. You know, I like when I was telling my guys about. This individual, I mean, y'all might recognize the face, but or the face behind our face. But I was like, yo, this is a legend, and it only takes, you know, they'd be like, how you know? I'm like, it takes a uh, legend to know a legend, you know? Uh, <laughs> all right. Wait, check your mic, bro. Testing one, two? Yeah, you good. All right. Yeah, we talking to Bruce Wayne right now. <laughs> <laughs> so... Welcome to another episode of Everything Cool. This is Lord Jalen Willard, the Negus of Nassau, St. Antoine Alexander. Am I shouting this time? No, no, no. You're good. All you right. you, had a, <laughs> you had a, a very, a very uh, sultry radio frequency right now. All right. That late night talk. That late night talk. And, you know, we have Mr. PG-13 in here. That's right. In the building. And then we have, we have the shaman. Yeah. I, I, I don't exist. Don't, don't <laughs> me. So we have Marco here, but most importantly, we have <coughs> our special guest for the day. Please introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. So happy to be on the show with you, gents. Mm. My name is Therese. Well, Lynn is my first name, but most people know me as Therese Davis Nixon. Okay. All right. The surprising part, I only learned your first name probably like three years ago. Are yeah. you serious? <coughs> yeah. For me, it's very recently. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, oh, that's Therese. Yeah. But... Miss Nixon, well, Miss Davis Nixon. For those who don't know, right? I'm gonna you reveal, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a your, reveal alter your heart alter. This is what Dynamite Daisy looks in plain clothes. Not All the right. not the superhero yeah. in the makeup. All the capes gone. <laughs> All the capes gone. So we we getting the person behind this illustrious character, and we about to dive in deep into uh, my good friend. Actually, fun fact, I've known. Miss Davis Nixon. Just call me Therese, buddy. Okay. Mm. I've known Therese. There you go. For my entire my life, like you know, um, you and Shanika best been best friends forever, which is like you know my cousin slash aunt. Shout out, huh? <laughs> so I've known her since like a child, yep. and then you know, coming up in the two thousands, um, going to some of your plays, mm-hmm. and then you know we were to get into all that. But before we really get into the crux of right. everything, on every show, we have a little segment called the Bayman Word, Phrase, or Saying of the Day. 
And we're going to give that honor to you. Right. That would be amazing for you to bring some, some, some real, legendary, iconic, Bahamian word. phrases and sayings. What we might not know. Right. What? Oh, my goodness. I think y'all know most of the ones I know. Right. <laughs> like, like Daisy loves the word Kaponkalop. Y'all know. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we, we got that, that one already, though. That, you know? Yes, so y'all, y'all got that. So as we go on, if it comes to mind, I'll drop it on you. Really? Okay, so this is going to be the first a round. Floating. Of, a floating. A floating. Yeah. A floating. All right. Let me try to think. Let me try to think. All right. Talk, talk, man. Talk while I try to think. So, how else? Should I, should I give you, like, you know, that whole um, church introduction? Like, you know, when they introduced in a, a guest pastor? No, you don't have to do that. <laughs> We're just talking, right? No, We're man. just talking. Because, you know, like, they be like, her grace. No, no, no. Don't bother with that. All right. That's all right. That's cool. Yeah, let's we, go we getting personal right here. Yeah, all let's right, go right. simple. So, I mean, we could always come back to it because we had a whole bunch of different revelations mm-hmm. today cool but, like take us into like you know how you got started into on the path where you went from i guess call like early childhood to college years to you starting your career to right. you getting into acting and then your latest transition into being you know an author right. and would you say you were a philanthropist in a way some motivational people, speaker yeah okay, yeah a little so motivational bit. speaker all that stuff and i've noticed the transition that you sort of started transitioning out of the miss daisy role like probably the beginning of the 2010s into this i'll tell decade. you when i retired i did retire for a short while wow. oh i was retired for two years and seven months you believe that wow yeah from 2015 and then brought it back after that Okay. Yeah. So let's start with early childhood. So Wonderful. what was your early, uh, like, you know, inspirations and, like, what it was like coming up as Therese Davis? All right. So uh, I was born the last child for, okay. of my parents uh, and the girl, the only girl. So uh, my, my childhood times were very adventurous. Mm. I loved outside I wanted to be inside, you know, helping and doing things, but it's like, you're too small, you know? <laughs> you know, most, most people now, they wish people would tell them, you're too small, you can't wash the dishes, you know? Right. So right. I used to be outside. I had a cat for 16 years, and I just loved playing outdoors. I loved mm. rummaging through the bush with my cousin, you know, having my cutlass, thinking we, you know, going on adventures. I loved outside, and I still do. still love the water, the beach, etc. So yeah. grew up, um, went to Kingsway Academy, Oh, we went to the same school. Yeah, into <laughs> Academy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, was involved in, in little productions at church, Golden Gates Assembly at the time. All right. And uh, that's where I got my feet wet with uh, acting and writing. And I wrote my first play when I was 16. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when I was in grade nine at Kingsway, that's where it really opened up to me that, hey, I could really do something with this. If I have the courage to do it, I, I was involved in a play called Joseph and His Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. It's Broadway. All right. yeah. Joseph and His what? Joseph and His Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Right. Technicolor? I thought you said technical advance. No, no, no. Right. You know about the story, right? Right. Yeah. 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 No, but how she said it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, they modernized it a bit. Yeah. They did. Yeah. They okay, did. okay. They did. And so, um, very famous play um, production on Broadway in Europe, all over the place, and people today still use it. And uh, I was the narrator in that play, but I had to sing the whole thing. Mm. And that gave me an opportunity to um, just feel what it, 
what what goes into a production. Like I love how what you guys are doing. You know, you've changed this place into a studio, um. and I know what it is to be behind the scenes mm. and see how things are. So that was my first touch of um, the performing arts like that, okay. and uh, that opened things up for me. Uh, but I didn't have the courage to say I want to pursue this because you know, in the Bahamas, like I say in my book, we act for F U N for fun, mm. not for F U N D S funds. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? And so, um, yeah. But after a while, going to COB, studying education, wanted to be a teacher for the wrong reason. We'll mm. talk about that later. <laughs> right. Wanted to be a teacher. And then um, still realizing this is not really what I want to do. Um, but I knew I wanted to get into helping people um, through social work, through mm -hmm. gospel ministry. And then I loved acting and I loved drama. So finally... Um, I was convinced to go ahead and study at Morgan State University, and that's where I got a degree in acting or theater arts with a concentration in acting. And that's the nutshell of start to finish. It will start to now. Yeah, because you, you, you just trimmed that down. <laughs> like, you just trimmed like 20, 25 years. You better like, believe it. All right. Thanks for a few minutes. <laughs> and y'all say we won't be concise, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't want you to miss out no details, details on, 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 on our account. Okay. Because right. okay. that's okay. when I asked. So... Because you started writing at 16 and right. by the end of that journey, well, that short journey to where um, you went to college to become, you know, you have a degree in acting. Right. Oh, wait, wait, and your concentration is in acting or in theater? <coughs> no, I have a degree in, in theater, theater arts with a concentration in right. acting. So, mm -hmm. so we had to learn the whole game, you know, lights. Mm -hmm. uh, we had to learn sound. We had to learn set design, yeah. costuming, writing, uh, all of that. Yeah. During your journey of all of that, which one was uh, the one you took particular joy in? I took particular joy in acting, of course, right. but directing also. Okay. Um, that grabs me. And yes, so I love doing that now. And mm -hmm. that's what I've ha had the opportunity to do um, for a while now. I've been directing as well as acting. I don't like to do the two, though. Right. Simultaneously. At the same time. Nah. You don't want to be Medea and Tyler Perry. You understand? Right. And I've done that, but that's not... Yeah. I don't like that. Mm -hmm. I'm glad he mentioned that Medea and Tyler Perry comparison. We can get into that later. All right. <laughs> so, but first, so I would assume that during these developmental years that you sort of started honing, playing around with different characters. So what, what made you say, I want to come back to the Bahamas? Well, first, let's say what made you want to come back to the Bahamas? Mm. Well, After I, I didn't want to come back to the Bahamas mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because right. I was concerned, what am I going to do with this degree? Yeah. And yeah. that's what a lot of people, they were asking me. Uh, okay, you're going to study theater. What you going to do with that? Mm. Just teach? And I did not want to teach. I want to teach now. I want to teach theater now. And I've had the opportunity to teach. And I'm, I'm looking forward to teaching drama now. Mm. But I didn't want to teach, Justin. Mm. I wanted to perform. Mm -hmm. And so it was not my desire to come back because I knew that it, it was so um, it was limited as to what I could do. Mm -hmm. So I got the permission to stay in the States for a year from the government, mm -hmm. but I didn't get the internship that I wanted. Sound like my story. Oh, man. <laughs> and so because of that, I came back home because right. my parents didn't want me to be a struggling actor in the States, you know, right. having to do all jobs and struggling. So yeah. they said, no, 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 come home. So I came home in the hopes that, okay, I'll come home. I'll do this one woman show. And then from there, I hope to go back. But it never, I never went back. But God allowed a 
river to be made right here in the desert. Mm. Let's just talk about a little bit about that one woman show. Yeah. I feel like I know what came out of that. Right. So. Right. So the one woman show, uh, I played six characters and wow. um, Kayla Lockett Edwards was the lady who produced that show for me. Okay. So when I came home, I, I, I went to her. I said, you know, Miss Edwards, I called her on the phone. I said, you know, I really want to do um, a one woman show because I had just done it for my senior project. But of course, Miss Daisy was not a part of the one in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, so Miss Daisy became a part of the one here. And I would say not by my design, because all I, all I had was the ability to slur okay. and the ability to speak like her. But mm-hmm. I had no idea what she would look like or her personality or anything like that. And this was while I was in the States. So I was watching TV one day, just like oh, I'm staring at you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and as I was watching TV, this guy was pretending to be intoxicated. And I was like, I can't feel him. He's not believable. He was slurring and swaying, but he didn't, he didn't grab me as... Authentic. So I said, you know what? One of these times, what if I had the opportunity to play as if I'm intoxicated? And that's when I decided to to begin learning how to slur. Hiccup my words. Right. I feel like we in a master class and everybody's like, because it's like, you know, most people when it comes to when they create a character, they never have no background Mm -hmm. with the background you have. You like you you went to college and studied this. Mm-hmm. So you don't understand it from a theater, like more so like, you know, from a book level, understanding techniques and certain jargons, and, mm-hmm. you know, so you could develop, like you've been developing a character, not really organically, but it's more strategic. Mm-hmm. So yeah. one of the things I, that could piggyback on that, when uh-huh. I was going to school, I realized that I was going to get the skills and the understanding. So what happened is God had given me a raw talent not Miss Daisy, but a talent for drama, a talent for acting, and a talent or an eye to see, um, to see fine details. I'll give you an example. Uh, I produced a show in, in my early, te- well, late teens at my church, and the person who was acting as Jesus, I looked at his feet, and I was like, no, 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 no. Jesus' feet would have been dusty. Mm-hmm. So I, oh. I thought about it, I said, I got to get powder. So we put powder on his feet to make it, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, the That's small. Right. But that's the way my mind thinks when mm-hmm. it comes to stage, when it comes to film and, and producing. So I went away to school to get the skills mm-hmm. and the understanding to put with the raw talent that God had given. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, so I'm sorry, one second. So how many uh, minute details that went into Miss Daisy that maybe uh, regular people who don't have the same eyes you wouldn't pick up? Right. But uh, subconsciously, it adds to, to the submersion of the character. Okay. So you have details like, uh, well, first of all, when I first started her, uh, she, she, she didn't have all of that bodacious makeup. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but I realized I wanted to take out her front teeth. Mm. So, well, I'll take mine out now. Just play. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that so, would have been crazy. Of course, yeah, right? I was like, <laughs> You'd have been like, ah, <laughs> right. So, black tooth enamel is what I use. Oh, I always thought you used some type of marker or something like no, that. No, 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 no. All right. So, that's, uh, um, I, I, have, I have professional makeup for her. So Man, that, I learned it all. Like, <laughs> this yeah. are like all, all the, the secrets of the trade. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. And all this right. is what helps it to be consistent. This right. is what helps it not to make me sick. 
because if I was using shoe polish, like right. some people use, and all those kind of things, it could eventually make me ill. Yeah. But black tooth enamel is is designed for just that. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a lady painting her nails, mm. uh, but you cannot put black fingernail polish in no, your mouth. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. So yeah. uh, those of you watching at home, please get the real yeah, stuff. She's black not ad- advertising no, that for you. No. <laughs> so that's uh, attention to detail. Another attention to detail is, of course, the makeup for Miss Daisy. Um, how it's put on, the lashes, the eyebrows, one is higher than the next, mm. uh, the lip, uh, one side is higher than the next, mm. so that it makes it easier when I am speaking and slurring, it looks as if her lip is going higher when it may mm. not be going as high right. because I have it drawn already high. But I have it drawn high also because as Miss Daisy, she cannot, she, she cannot do it. Yeah, properly, right. properly apply. Okay. Right, right, right. So those are some of the fine details. Um, uh, I, I try my best to keep the costume as authentically Daisy as possible. She mm. likes colors. Mm. She likes bling. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you'll never see Daisy in a green stocking and a yellow stocking. She's not crazy. She's Daisy. You understand? She's not crazy. Right. She's Daisy. She'll never put green and she, yellow together. She will. She may put green stockings on and a yellow dress, uh-huh. but she's not going to put on a tennis shoe and a high heel shoe. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. not crazy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She's Daisy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She's eccentric. Yeah. You got it. All right. So, <laughs> when it comes to, so have you ever tried? Because okay, we now find out that's how Miss Daisy was created. But what about those other characters? Well, for the one-woman show, two of the characters, one of them was completely created by me. The next one was partially created by me. And the other four, the other three, were characters from times past. For example, I played the character Juliet from the play Romeo and Juliet. Okay. I played the character, uh, her name is Medea, but not Tyler Perry, from the Greek mythology play. Mm. So that is a, that is a character's name, and then I played Sojourner Truth, mm. who is a a, a character uh, from the women's suffrage movement mm. years and years ago, ex-slave yeah. and that type of thing. Mm. Now the characters that I created, aside from Daisy, one of them, her name is Erica. She's a domestic violence uh, survivor. Survivor, mm. and I got her from. I played. I I was a part of a play where they had very like about 10 ladies who were all domestic violence case mm-hmm. uh, survivors. Oh, for, for, uh, for color girls? No, it's similar to that. Okay. But it, yeah, yeah, similar. And each one of them had to walk to the front of the stage. And this was at Morgan. And they said, you know, he, 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 he hit me. The next lady said, um, he punched me in my, in my head. The next lady said something else. So what I decided to do is I decided to put together all of those lines and make one character. And mm. of course, add my piece to it right. and then lastly I play a character her name is Casey and she's a pregnant prostitute mm. and um, she has a story you know people pass and say you so girl you so nasty go home to your ma and they pass it on the road and her whole thing is you don't know why I'm here right. you don't know what caused me to be here so before you judge me and before you tell me go home to my ma you know let me show you what my life is all about and then she goes into telling them what happened to her right. so mm. those were the six characters and Miss Daisy, like I said, was one of the characters that I didn't plan, yeah. but I needed a down-home character. Mm-hmm. I had the ability to slur, and so I said, okay, what do I do? Let me put some old clothes and a wig, and that's how she developed. Right. All right. So, 
I know you were saying when are you gonna get to this part. Mm-hmm. It's sort of a coincidence when your meteoric rise as Miss Daisy coincided with what was happening on the Chitlin circuit in the United States in the two thousands okay. with Mr. Tyler Perry. So I often when describing what what Miss Daisy was in the two thousands, I often compare it. I'm like, yo, you was like Tyler Perry for hair. Or whatever, with the stage play, same premise. Right. Same, you know, you have a main yes. female protagonist. Yes. And then, you know, you you sending out um age stories is around, you know, some Christian message about self development. Yeah, feministic as well. Yeah. Say yeah. again? Like a feminism kind of standpoint as well. Well, I would never say fem I, I didn't I didn't if that's you what were came across, that. no. Okay. I was thinking yeah. what he said in right. terms of um Dealing with social issues, yeah. mm-hmm. dealing with uh, faith, and how faith can help us with the social issues. Yeah. How faith can help us overcome the challenges of family, um, the challenges of, um, um, you know, crime, the challenges of, 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 of health uh, crises, that type of thing. Yeah. So that's why I was like, you know, when I would say and compare, I would say it's, it's almost similar to um to that yeah I'm right. oh we good all right so our time running out no 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 but I would say that was the comparison because I was like you basically was doing almost the exact same thing but in a whole like Bahamian yeah. version right. I remember I think the first play went to yours was when you was at the Dundas this where it was like like oh two. Okay. Or whatever. I can't yeah. remember. And it started in 2000. You know that? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that would have been Daisy's Kung Salad Christmas. Wow. Yeah. That's, so That's Kung Salad Christmas. So, yeah. So I remember. Family. The whole family, right? Daisy's. Mom. I can't remember which one it was. Okay. I just know as a child, right? It was like, I saw all these grown people laughing and I was like, I didn't get the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> right? and then, yeah. Bahamian humor is very uh, mature. It is. Yeah. So it is. it's like, you know, you can't, and then it's also sort of generational too. Mm-hmm. Or oh, what time you grew up in, you yep. can relate. Because uh-huh. yep. certain stuff we might joke about now as adults, people older than us would be like, what? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you it's know. It's true. So all my mommy then was like, oh, you ain't growing enough to get it or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I thinking, and now all I just the hair is, oh, Dynamite Daisy doing this. Another Dynamite Daisy. Like, it was a craze, bro. And yeah. it was like a year after year after year after year. So Yeah, I was too young during that time. <laughs> too young? Yeah, I'm 24. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, baby. So, like, you know, it was like, you know, and then you was doing, um, I, was it was they always on Boxing Day? Oh, they was yeah, throughout Yeah, Boxing the day. day was, has been for the last 20 years. That's our day. Okay. We missed, um... We missed one year not doing Daisy. We did a stand-up comedy, and we had Will Smith. Oh, not Will Smith. Sorry, Will Stubbs. Oh. <laughs> Will Stubbs. <laughs> edit. <laughs> we had Will Stubbs uh, from Freeport. Okay. And um, who else was on that ticket? Another one or two more local comedians. Because I know y'all was doing shows in Freeport as well. Yeah, so. yeah. And Stephanie. Now, you, you mentioned Shanique, but yeah. Stephanie has been on yeah, stage yeah, yeah, with me. Yeah. Stephanie is the bomb. <laughs> you know? We have so much talent here. You yeah. know, we have talent, of course, what you guys are doing. Uh-huh. Um, but we have talent on the stage, behind the scenes. We I have- don't see why we don't have more of our own sitcoms. I don't mm. see why we don't have more of our own um, 
you know, television shows. Yeah. Uh, we have we have the it's, we don't lack the talent here. I mean, I could answer that because you know I tap into the whole film industry and things like that. Right. So, um, I mean, we have not just in a space or behind the front. So we just have a, a lot of talent across these islands. Period. Yeah. But a lot of it it goes underdeveloped because we haven't figured out a way how to. Monetize I guess, it. Monetize mm. it, but first of all, fund it. Or think how we're going to develop it with yeah. a small budget. And people always have these grandiose ideas. Right. But it, all you have to do is start small. Yeah. So, like, you know. Um, and we we had these conversations before when we re-met, linked up when I moved back home a few years ago when yeah. you had the whole seminar with Basa. Yes. To where it's like, okay, everybody would shoot these blockbuster films, but you need blockbuster money. Mm. And... You, like, you know, I learned this in school, in film school, where it's like, you know, think when you come up with an idea, think story in a bottle, and you have to someone think. And I often say this, too. A lot of creatives don't have any business acumen because it's like you're creating something, but you don't know how to sell it. Yeah. So, you know. Um, team, team, team is important in this whole mm. uh, industry. And that's what I've proven over the last 20 years because that's what I needed. I needed the team. I had the... Ability to act and write and direct, but that marketing, right? You know that right. that whole business and you know making sure that the finances, you know, and don't spend too much on this. Um, I made some mistakes early in the game, very early. What mm -hmm. I did was I, you know, I I bought, I, I paid for elaborate sets, you wow. know, you right. know, <laughs> thinking so, more creatively than financially. Yes, yeah. but at the same time. I don't regret it because it did give us uh, an opportunity to show what 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 was out there and what we could do, and that made people expect a certain level. Right. So when we did a play, they know they weren't coming to see a Christmas play where it's a Christmas dinner and you got four iron chairs mm -hmm. with a table with no tablecloth. Right. And, and <laughs> Maybe a Christmas tree. Right. And people don't like this playing like they eat. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> right. Yummy. Right, right. So that gave persons um, the, 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 uh, they looked forward uh. to you know what? What's gonna be? What's what's it gonna look like this yeah. time? We had a plane and all, man. We had the fuselage oh, wow. of a plane. Wow! Uh, ter shouts out to Red Eye McSweeney. We call him well, Terrence Red Eye McSweeney, mm -hmm. one of the best set builders that I know. Mm -hmm. I remember one year we had a play called Whirlwind Weekend. I mean, the the the, the flats were twelve feet tall because we were we were staging it at the Rainforest Theater. That's okay. a big stage to fill. Yeah. So we couldn't go with our regular eight feet flats. So we went twelve feet. It's just elaborate. Really wow. nice. Wow. And guess what? Just so you know, um, you mentioned Tyler Perry. When I was in school, mm. my first production that I saw was Woman That Would Loose, written by uh, T.D. Jakes and Tyler Perry. Mm. Wow. And that is what inspired me. Uh, I always wanted to do it. But when I saw it, um, Mike's right here, the top of the head. That's why I, I always wear my mic here now as, as Daisy mm -hmm. uh, whenever I'm... I'm doing a stage play. I put that under the wig and rest that right there. You know why, right? Mm. Yeah, because you can hear. Yeah, because like when you project into the audience, like you know, the sound waves from your mic, and then you don't have to wrestle with the clothes. Wrestle with the clothes, and also a lot of people make the mistake they put the mic here, yeah. and then they start, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. you know, the sound goes. Yeah. When it's here, don't matter where I put my head. Yeah, your mouth is connected, and my sound is consistent. Right. Yeah. 
But when, you that, a, when you have a ball head, I don't know what you do. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, we got to take a quick short break and come right back with more on Everything Cool. Everything Cool. Hi, this is your favorite zaddy, Lord Jalen Willard from Everything Cool. And this episode is sponsored by... So this episode is brought to you by ooh, Marco's, Marco's Pizza. Hello, primo. Every store, every day, the Italian way. Right on here on Everything Cool. Now, you know, they have special, like, vegetarian options. I brought the pizza, so just delicious. Huh? We need not forget the Bahamian phrase, word, or saying of the day. I'm not sure if we got so uh, swept up in the conversation you forgot. I did. So we can't, we can't start the rest of the conversation until Without we get... Without that. Yes, okay, give me a minute. Uh, we'll put the Jeopardy sound in the background. Yeah. Bahamian <laughs> phrase, word of the day. Something from your childhood that was so... Uh, like monumental for you, you almost say it every day, or it have a lot of meaning for you. I don't know if I make that a little bit more difficult. Because <laughs> we got one from Travolta, and I think it was like a Luther specific. No, he remember? From, um, Travolta is from Bimini. Bimini, it was yeah. Bimini. Give me some specific. examples of of some somewhat came true, man. Okay, the Maybe. last one we got was. Are Juk. we ready to record? Yeah, the All last right. one we got was Juk. Juk. We, yeah, Juk. Yeah. Then we got Kaponko. No, we, we, we got do phrases. We got Kamoli. We got Bay Mudo. Cause who? Cause who? Um, Cause who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we already got Mudo's. Kaponkalup was my own man. Right. I got a whole show called Kaponkalup. Right, but he took that one, so you gotta yeah you gotta look at him. <laughs> you could take Kaponkalup though. All of which episode even said that on. Huh? That was a while ago. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I remember making That was months ago. Yeah, because you, I remember I spelled it out and he was like, bro, you spelled it wrong. And I was like, hi. Jane. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Everything cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because how do you spell Kapunkalup? K. How do I spell it? K A P U N K L E. Yeah, U P, right? Yeah. Cause he spell it. I don't know how you spell it. Like spell it, Kapoor, Kit, Lado, kind of sounding. That was hilarious. I was like, y'all bro. get Jack up yet? No, jack we ain't get Jack up. No. So we, we, what Jack up means? Jack up mean you Jack up. Mm. <laughs> Whack. Ain't nothing happening. Jack up, man. She jacked that thing right up. Or if someone, if, she, if they say you go to the barber, right? You jack your head right up, man. Yeah. <laughs> Butcher it. Jack up. Uh, Oh man, that's what comes to mind. I don't know something else. Will come. Yeah, don't worry about that. But that's the one we have in case we don't get another one. Okay, all right. So we're back after. Oh, <laughs> 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 so we're back after another. You know, a break. It's always interesting on the breaks. Thanks for the food. That was good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. If you retract the commercial, we gonna insert like if y'all. I think I hope y'all like the commercial. I ain't say it on there, but you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very well we, we, produced. We, we could probably shoot that after the show, PG. Um, but that we're back, so we about to get into um Teresa's whole rebrand. You know, the departure after you know the ride of the two thousands into the two thousand tens. I felt like you know, 
you started to do a little rebrand. You started to put Therese Davis more to the forefront than Dynamite Daisy. Did you go through a period where everybody, you know, people stopped calling you Therese and it was like, oh, that's Dynamite, that's Dynamite, that's... Yep. For a long time. Mm. And still now, some people do not know my name. Mm. So they just call me Miss Daisy. <laughs> so they say, hey, Miss Daisy. They don't know my name is Therese. Mm. So, but I got used to it. Um, what do you do? You just answer because you know that they're they calling you. So right. you just answer. But you, you are correct. Um, it was in 2015 that I decided to retire the character, Miss Daisy. Mm. And she was retired for two years and about seven months. Uh, why did I do that? Many people asked. And my husband came home from work and he was like, these people think I make you put that down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they, they blaming him they for the fall him. of Dynamite they Daisy. Them. But they the, didn't you get the, married the around this time too? I got married in 2013. Okay. So I got married 2013 and then two years later, I okay. retired her. Mm-hmm. But I retired her because I, I felt that there was other things that I needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that I wanted to do and that mm-hmm. I felt that God had for me to do. And I felt like if I continue with her, um, those other things wouldn't get done mm-hmm. for lack, you know, so I go into the whole story. But I found out quickly enough that she wasn't done and that I needed to bring her back. And so when I retired, or there were some people who was like, oh, that ain't going to last. That, mm-hmm. that was, I I. I got offended because right. I was like, what you yeah. mean? Yeah. This is what I wanted. No, that it's ain't going to... That's a decision I made to myself. Right. You're telling me I wrong. Right. That, you understand? <laughs> yeah. And they were like, yeah, we can see. You'll be back soon. And sure enough... <laughs> they I, ended up being right. They were right. <laughs> and I was wrong. But I, I, I'm happy for the time that I had off, the short time. Mm-hmm. Um, I needed a little break. And I thought it was not going to be that short break. I thought I would come back years later to do a movie. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I'm I mean, still looking for. I possible. I'm still looking forward to doing it. Yeah. So I'm back. I'm doing more TV, more commercials and that kind of yeah. thing now. So with you, Daisy. Yeah, like, you know, what sort of... Because of the... Because even what's going on. The influencer age. Because we in the influencer age where you have the Sawyer Boys, the Dice Quays. Mm-hmm. The King Clouds, the Taps, all of these new Bahamian influences. Right. So it's now, you know, you don't got to do a play. I could do a short skit and put it on Instagram. Mm. Definitely. So. Definitely. Yeah. And then I've been doing some uh, PSAs as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, public service announcements. Didn't Miss Daisy have like a TV show, a Facebook book show on ZNS? Yes. It was called Blowing Up with Dynamite. Mm. So it was a 13-week episode, 13 13-week series. Mm. Mm-hmm. 13 episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and really what it was, was the stage plays cut up into oh. episodes. So it was not made for TV. We fixed condensed it for t- it. condensed Where it. Everybody say think I saw a skit um, when you was actually, I don't know if that was commercial, but I thought it was a show. And so I was like, okay. Recently? No, it was like probably like five years ago. Like okay. Probably like. That, that sounds like the blowing up with dynamite that was okay. on that was on ZNS. And then recently this year, with all the COVID, um, they asked me if, if we could work something out for them to replay it, and they did. Yeah. But okay. my most recent, uh, the National Youth Awards, uh, we made history in that both Therese and Miss Daisy yeah, I saw were got recognized at the same time. Not no, recognized. they was on the stage. We hosted together. Oh, wow. So how did that? Uh... That was wonderful. That was recorded at ILTV Studios, and the guys there, um, they did a fantastic job. Um, okay. Fincastle Media Group, 
uh, and those guys, they were great. So they had the split screen. Mm. So I recorded the, um, on, I think, the Tuesday, I recorded Daisy and all of her lines. And then I came back the next day and full makeup as Therese and recorded her right. lines. So I was actually looking and, you know, as if she was there. Of course she wasn't. Right. But I could hear her in my monitor right. so that I could respond to her. That was really cool. So with that, how many uh, uh, similarities would you say you and Daisy share? None. None. So y'all complete polar opposites. I believe so. Wow. I believe so. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. I believe we are totally different. Right. Things that she would say I wouldn't say. Um, (laughs) And I am, uh, just because we're doing this camera uh, or this this recording, I have to be like this. Yes, ma'am. But. Um, no, you don't have to be like that. You can be. High. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if I if I'm just quiet and you know, right. it wouldn't be the okay. same interview. Oh, so you saying you you I would prefer okay. yes, yes. Because I was gonna say, fam, this is the most tame you would ever see me on an episode. Normally, I just be jumping from the roof. Wow. And yeah, he would be much louder. <laughs> much louder than that. So I have him calm. Yeah, I'd have to turn down your headphones. <laughs> or turn down the uh, mic. Somehow, you know, I run out with it in a costume. And throw it pop. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? I'll try to hit you with a Guinness ball. <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. But, but that's always amazing. So um, how did you get your start at the Ministry of Youth Sports and Culture? Okay. So yeah. when I came home 20 years ago, uh-huh. I applied to the Ministry of Youth Sports and Culture because where am I going to work? LeBron, with a degree, <laughs> with a degree, <laughs> where am I going to work with a degree in theater? Uh, so, yeah, I applied at the ministry so that I ca- uh, could work in either youth or culture, but um, I was not hired. And so that is when I worked temporarily. I worked at my church as the youth director for about eight months, but Daisy had just started and was taking off. And after eight months, I I had to resign because I was, I, I realized I was going to have to be traveling so much. So I was going to every family island. I've, I've been to all many times except Meg Warner and Crooked Island and Acklands. They're the mm-hmm. three that I've not been to. But um, I was moving so much mm-hmm. that um, I had to go. And then after 12 years of going, going between the Bahamas and out of the country as well, uh, I met this handsome guy like you. Mm. <laughs> and, you know, he wanted us to settle down and get married. Mm. So I decided to get a nine to five, you know, just for stability. Because as an actress, as a director, producer, and as um, persons yeah. like yourself, yeah. you know that the industry goes up and down. Sometimes you may make a lot of money. Sometimes you make no money. Right. And just for consistency's sake, I applied to the ministry again. And this time got hired in 2012. Okay, let me ask a quick question, right? Thank you. So you was... Dynamite Daisy was taking care of your living expenses for the entire decade? It was, but I'm, I'm grateful that I was living at home. So let's, okay. let's make that disclaimer mm-hmm. right there. Right. I was still under my parents' roof, so right. I didn't have to pay rent. I wasn't paying light, water, etc. Oh, you was living a good life. Right. <laughs> so, you had a good level of support. I yeah. had a, yes. So I, I, I honestly don't, I wouldn't say to someone who's just trying to start off, oh, quit your job just because you did one mm-hmm. show. Quit your job. No. Especially if you're um, supporting yourself. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. I wouldn't say that because it, be, it becomes very tedious and it fluctuates. All right. Mm-hmm. So cool. So two, uh, yeah, 2012. Yeah. Ministry of Youth, Sports and Culture. Shouts out. 
<laughs> <laughs> so how was your journey been? Because by that time I was already out the country. I was gone for five years. Mm-hmm. Coming back in 2017. Right. So like, you know, when I came back, the whole creative industry was different. Yeah. And when I left, it, it like, you know, it had advanced at a quick pace and it was like, all right. They finally, people start to finally get it. So, like, what was your, like, what were some of the major campaigns working on at the youth sports and culture division? And um, obviously now your new role is? Well, I'm a cultural affairs officer and I'm back with culture. But when I first came in, I was with culture. Mm -hmm. But the bulk of my work, uh, uh, I would say the most impactful part or I'll say the most exciting part of my work happened when I transferred into the youth division. Because it was there that the program, Youth Development Through the Arts, YDTA, was able to flourish. Um, It started in the culture department, but like I said, when I went down into the youth department, I was allowed to concentrate on that and that alone. Mm -hmm. And from that, uh, we produced stage plays. So I was already used to doing my own stage plays, but this time I was strictly the writer and producer and director. And I enjoyed that immensely. And from that... Uh, we traveled to Freeport and um, I'm so happy that there are a couple students who are now abroad studying theater okay. or some aspect of the fine arts. So with that, how do you feel like, you know, theater and film and overall, well, more so the theater and film side has developed over since you coming into the youth ministry, youth sports and culture to now, like, you know, this eight year. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say, yeah, but this eight-year stretch, how you seen, like, where it started from, like, you know, overall, not just what you had direct influence with, but right. just everything here in the bomb. I'm happy that you said not just where I had direct influence because I didn't have direct influence with the film industry, and I have seen it, I believe, um, Mushroom. I've seen some beautiful documentaries. Um, I've seen some, I mean, just amazing music videos from you know our, our people and uh, so the film industry i believe has has moved and i'm excited about that and i've never seen so many plays uh it's a lot of new plays that's been coming up uh people have been utilizing the dundas uh they've been utilizing st john's hall utilizing just sometimes um wherever they can uh, put a play or stage a play so i think a lot more persons have decided to you know, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go at this, even right. if this is not for my career. I'm gonna go at this because this is what I love and this is my passion, and I'm gonna try. So, I, um, again, with the youth development through the arts, that's just a small segment mm-hmm. with high school students and uh, college students that we worked with for the last uh, eight years. It's not been as for the last two years. It's not been as thriving as it was, but I'm hoping that we're going to be able to revive it again. Yeah, because I feel like you know back when. Because, you know, I've, over a period of time, been in a few stage plays myself as a toddler. But I feel like, <laughs> you know, by the time I got into high school, like a lot of the high school stuff I have in place. Right, right. Whatever. And that's, uh, I think that killed that industry because you even had a sort of developmental process. Right. Uh-huh. Work, sort of curate time. So by the time you get to 17, 18, you right. can go abroad and study and then, you know. You know, um... Queens College has all, always right. been known 
for their theater program. Guys and Dolls. Guys and Dolls yeah. and um, um, Hairspray mm. and uh, Kingsway, again, uh, yeah. was known. Well, it's not yeah. known now for it. Yeah, because they stopped it, like, yeah. from when I was in school. Right. But, you know. um, but I believe Queens College, they, they still do it. They still do it. St. Andrews still does it as well. Mm-hmm. And then you have pockets of it at various, mm-hmm. um, uh, at various uh, government schools. Um, but it should be, in my opinion, something that is on a higher level and a more uh, consistent level. One time ago, everybody knew government high school to be the fine arts school. Mm. They, still, they still have a wonderful band, but they yeah. were known for dance. They were known for theater. They were known for um, music. Um, so, you know, we, we do not have, we have, like I say, we have pockets. We have um, your BAM, uh, Bahamas Artist Movement, and they have little BAMs. Mm. Um, you have persons like the Dundas and Track Road Theater and, and uh, Ring Play Theater that, 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 that try to bring in young talent and young people. You have my company, Dynamite Productions. We do the same thing. So there are persons who are trying to get that next generation to come up and to really take the mantle because you're, nev- you're not here forever. We Indeed. are not here forever. Yo, we, we need an, uh, me, Mark, and PG need roles on your next stage production. Yeah, man. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, I haven't actually been a part of, uh, in front of the camera, I should say, been a part of a production uh, like anything you've put on. Right. So You'd like a, to do that? Yeah, that'd be a cool experience. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds so good. So don't forget about us. <laughs> okay, I won't. I won't. Now, this year is uh, different because, you know... You know. Uh, yeah, COVID we, restrictions. We, yeah, we right. won't have a stage play. Mm. We 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 uh, played. We had a play last year, oh. and uh, we're thinking of airing that because mm. that's not to DVD yet. Okay. Yeah, I have another female friend as well. This is that's an an aspiring actress. Uh huh. Yeah, she's really interested in getting into uh, plays and wonderful and all the like. So wonderful. It's a not. lot of people, a lot of Bahamians, right. um, who want to do it, mm-hmm. and more and more. Um, people are headed off. Y'all know Malaika? Malaika. Anybody knows Malaika? What's her full name? Last name? Ugh, forget Malaika's last name. She actually <laughs> has something coming on um, a one-woman show. She's going to do on Sunday. Okay. Um, oh, Malika. Malika, sorry. Yeah, Malika sorry, Pinda. Malika. Mm. Malika, I call her Malaika. Uh, <laughs> That's because I like her so much. She's good. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's doing it because she's trying to get to Hollywood yes. and doing a whole... Yeah, who, like, who is this? A Malika Pinda. Yes. Um, she's doing like a one-woman show, like streaming it. Yes. So she's trying to raise, generate some money to go to school to study theater yep. and acting in Hollywood. You know, mm. do you know Val? Val Roll? She's with, uh, you know, Janico Pratt. I Isn't think it? I know Janico, Val Roll. Boss, Broke Bosses. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. she's been on, on many of their episodes. She's now away in school. Mm. I think Vancouver. Yeah. Okay. So we got we got some young Bahamians yeah. studying this thing. Not only we have... Ty yeah. Max Sanders. Yeah, we also have Bahamians that already broke through. Yes. On like major TV shows already. Yes. And, like we we spoke about that on the episode when Travolta, me and Travolta sat down and had a conversation. Great. So you know, um, I think we need to highlight them even more. On- yeah, because I know me personally, like you know, and this has been like I have had these conversations behind closed doors, but I always say when it comes to having uh, these sort of organizations or groups to highlight these people. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to get people on the ground to come together. It's almost redundant to where it's like, you know, why would I need to join this if I already know everybody? Right. And they, and I message them frequently. Right. And not just everybody here, but whoever, you know, in 
Orlando, Florida, or yeah. in Atlanta, or yeah. in Hollywood, or already in New York. Yeah. I get the contacts or whatever. So, you know, um, I think that's what we sort of use our platform for to highlight these things. Because I bet you a lot of people who are going to watch this never know who Dynamite Daisy is. Yes, and her connections. Her and, connections yeah. to everything is. So it's like, you know, I think bringing awareness to who exists in the universe. And because a lot of behemoths feel disconnected. Right. And it's just we got to just reconnect. Agreed. Re- reconnect back. So, you know, um, and it's always it's opportunity everywhere. So, um, yeah, I was on the call when COB had this, like, seminar. I, I don't, I'm not sure if he's been, but it was a guy. He went to Japan and established his first, the first black anime studio. Uh-huh. And, like, you know, you have a lot of Bahamian comic book artists and things like that. But they transverse with their new musicians, too. Right. They're the artists, too. So it's like, you know, like we always say, a lot of people wear a lot of hats in the creative industry, and they bounce from different pockets. So, you know, um, highlighting them and bringing them to the forefront, they'd be like, yo, this could be this, or this could be that, or you could connect with this person. And this sort of drums up another question I have. Do you think the ministry, youth sports and culture, or are they, well, yeah, primary that, um, ministry could do a better job in highlighting Bahamians worldwide, both locally here and internationally, when it comes to the arts? Uh, yes, most definitely. We can do a better job, and we are we're looking into that because, you know, one of the ways to move forward is to check yourself and see what you're doing uh, and, you know, analyze and, and evaluate and mm. say, hey, there are, there are more pockets that we could be reaching um, and there's a, a greater reach or, or a farther reach that we should have. So you are correct. And mm-hmm. um, the director um, of culture um, shouts out to her. She is quite aware of that and has a lot of international connections with Bahamians who are doing, you know, fantastic things. Mm-hmm. And that is her desire to make sure that we are highlighting what, what everybody is doing. And... Um, to bring awareness, but also to even like like during National Cultural Heritage Month, our uh-huh. desire is to is to to to, to highlight things Bahamian and to give give honor where honor is due. So it is more that we could be doing for All sure. Right. All right. So now you see how I answered that bit without getting fired. Yeah. <laughs> Very typical. <laughs> you said it right. Like, yes, I, ma'am. I threw on a I threw a curve. <laughs> That's okay, but I, I hit it. Yeah. Softball. That was a park. Huh? We couldn't even catch that one. Hey, softball. <laughs> but, okay, so your transition to now an author and motivational speaker, because you brought your book. I brought my book. Hey. Show you. So Underneath the Makeup. Yes. It's called Underneath the Makeup, A Journey from Despair to Hope. Let me say that in my radio voice. Underneath the Makeup, A Journey from Despair to Hope. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, but this is my book, uh-huh. and um, I don't know. You have asked me a question on my book. How did I try? How did I like? What, get wait, into what, it? what, what say, makes you say, "Let me release a book now"? Okay, Instead well, of, like you know, years probably ago, at your, your peak, or even during that time when you retired. Right. Well, I've been trying to write this book for a long time. To mm. be honest with you, okay. Um, I knew that I needed to write, uh, and I wanted to write. I didn't know exactly that I would put my two faces on the book. Mm. But I decided to because, like you say, a lot of persons know Miss Daisy, but they don't know Therese. Mm. And so I wanted to utilize her 
to get the attention of persons to say, right. oh, I know Miss Daisy, but okay, so Who what is this, this lady? Who's this yeah. lady and what's this about? Uh -huh. But um, it's just to show, it's, it's my story, honestly speaking. It's just my journey um, from a child. Some of the things that you've asked me today right, right. in the book. Um, it's promo for your book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the things. And so I released it uh, uh, September the 28th, I think. I went live on Facebook mm. and I released it as Miss Daisy. Uh, Miss Daisy did the opening act. And then I uh, went and changed and then sat on a couch, something like this. As yourself. As myself. And, and I was interviewed. And um, it's been going really well so far. Um, but it's just... It's the backstory, eh? Mm -hmm. You see people and you don't know what makes them do what they do. You don't know what happened to them. You don't know why. And so this is the why behind the who. Mm -hmm. You understand? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, the who, Miss Daisy. This is the why behind it. The who, right. Therese, this is the why. Yeah. And so I go through all the, you know, I tell the good, the bad, the ugly. And then you break the misconceptions because a lot of people often think, Oh, this woman must see, like, that's probably her crazy side that she's yeah, everybody. Yeah, she's just using that as an outlet yeah. or right. something like that. That's what that. they call alter ego. Right. Yeah. Not knowing that you methodically made this character. Right. right. Or it happened uh, by chance. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, like I told you before, it wasn't something that I sat down and said, I'm going to create a character named Dynamite Daisy. Yeah. That's not how and it happened. Intoxicated character. Right. Very eccentric. No. And allow that to be what I'm known for. Right. Yeah. Never. Never. That was not the plan. I actually did not want to do comedy. Mm. Um, I didn't study comedy. What I studied and what I um, um, was disciplined in was serious acting, dramatic acting. Mm. And that's why those other characters, they are all very dramatic. Um, Daisy's dramatic in a different way. Mm -hmm. But all of those other characters are heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching, you know, tear-jerking, dramatic and that's what I always was drawn to. So to be a comedian is totally different and from what I... And this is why, too, I, I am not ashamed to give God all the glory because I know it is not something that I did. Right. Neither was it something that I popularized. You know what I say, handsome? Yes, ma'am. I didn't... I didn't <laughs> Oh, let, let's market it like this and let's do this and let's do that. That's uh, not what happened. Uh, we didn't call people and say, can, can Daisy come to you? We didn't call. They called. Mm. They saw her in the one-woman show and then they started calling to the point where I had to let go of what I was doing to facilitate it. Yeah, focus I had, more energy. Yeah, because I had to travel. I had to go to Exuma. And then I was called, to, I got to go to Andres next week. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then at one point I was in Detroit and then North Carolina and been as far as Canada and all the way to India. Mm -hmm. You understand? So wow. This, I, they, it's yeah. a, it's a, a calling for Dynamite Daisy in India. Well, it, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me make that politically correct. Okay. I didn't go to <laughs> India for Dynamite Daisy. I uh -huh. went to India with missions mm. and with, uh, with, my, with my pastor, Bishop. Okay. And, um, but while I was there, I did some acting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah they didn't, they didn't know it was Daisy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Canada called for Daisy specifically. Yes, <laughs> so you could imagine me on a, on a, a New Year's night um, in a room snow. with all the uh, snow yeah. and a room full of Caucasians looking at me and I'm Daisy and they're looking at like, hey, what's this about? <laughs> <laughs> but they got it after a while. Right. So, right. Yeah, they got it after a while. Yeah. Actually, a fun, remember, as you started, um, I... We, we discussed that you, was, you got into uh, being a motivational speaker as well. Mm -hmm. And I, I just remembered you emceed um, 
My aunt's Daisy's uh, wedding yes, in 2007. Yes. Your aunt's name is Daisy? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she, she's the original Don Dollar. Right. <laughs> yeah, his aunt is Daisy, and she is so supportive. Um, yeah. I love her. Shouts out to Daisy. Uh-huh. Daisy and the whole crew. She usually brings, like, like a whole couple bent rows of people when right. she comes to the show. Yeah, so much love and support. Much love yeah. and support. I, I want to take this time to say thank you. Look in the camera. Look in the yeah, camera. Yeah, this is the main camera. Hey, right thank you, Bahamas. Thank you for just being so supportive. Thank you, everybody, for coming to the shows. And, you know, appreciate y'all very much. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. But I like motivational speaking. Uh-huh. I like speaking at graduations, et cetera. And I love to do weddings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, oftentimes when I... When I was told that you was um, actually, uh, I guess it is. When I was told you was going to be the MC, I thought you was going to be in Dynamite Daisy. I've done it as Daisy before, but okay. that's difficult. Yeah. I've, I've, I've MC'd weddings as Daisy. But is it tiring? If it's tiring, <laughs> do you have a beard on your face? <laughs> Are you a male? Yes, it's yeah. very tiring. Oh, it's ex- right. It's exhausting, actually. Um, to be Daisy because I don't only have to physically be Daisy, uh-huh. but I have to emotionally and mentally be Daisy. And uh-huh. like you said, it's almost the, well, not almost, it's the actual complete opposite of yes, you. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. So it takes a lot. It takes, after I'm finished, I am tired, uh-huh. literally tired. I can tell. <laughs> I, I see. Because I was literally like, okay. tired. Exhausted. Because like, you know, but I feel like we would have broke all even preconceived notions I had because I was like, Oh, you probably do Daisy because you are you low key are a comedian or something or want to be a comedian. I I don't <laughs> do uh, well, mind you, as Therese. Yeah, like I, it's hard for me to be a comedian right here with you all. Mm. But if this was a wedding reception, I oh, I, I put on the hat and I could do that. A, we we putting too much pressure on you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. They use right. lights. <laughs> right, 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 right. Oh man. But well, I wouldn't want to just be a stand-up comedian without the makeup. I'd rather no, but you th- could I'd probably do it with days and someone like you have a writer be like, okay, we gonna work on these jokes and then you, you know. That's true too. Bahamianize yeah. it. Bahamianize it and okay, you got just to set up. And you sound like it. you wanna write some jokes for me. I mean, we can write a lot of things because you were saying you need one in a movie or a show. I'm like, yeah, we can I have got a couple a dry erase board right here and just go for it. Just yeah. go to work. Yeah, or even you know replicate that duplication of um, you and Miss Daisy being in the same room. Ah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. In these same chairs. Talking each other. Yes, ma'am. But, Therese, I would like to thank you again for coming on Everything Cool. Everything Cool. Everything yeah, cool. it was cool. It yeah. was cool. And this went by, like, smart quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like people are going to get, you know, fully understand, like, your mythology behind what you do and why you do it. Mm. And, you know, having God at the center of it all. Yeah. And... For everybody out there, grab this new book. It's on Amazon, too. It's on Amazon. Underneath yeah. the makeup, a journey from despair. Hold on. I know if we can refocus right quick. Nope. No, that don't work. Nah, I think it worked. We can just have to do a cut away. I think PG got a shot of that. Yeah. <laughs> so they, we, they could check me on my webpage. Um, um, more information there too. www.mynametheresedavisnixon.com. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, actually, all our information will be in the bio below. Good stuff. You know, like and subscribe. Everything. This is another episode for the books. Like we have another legend. You know, we only we only do the legends here. You know. Uh oh. We only do the legends here. Oh, look at the camera. Point this camera at me right here. 
We only do the legends here. Because you got to sit with the legends. Right. If you ever See, been on this show, you are icon. You are icon. <laughs> and thank you for coming again. Thank you for having me. It's uh, been really fun with the three of you guys, uh, gents. Yes, ma'am. And um, I appreciate what y'all doing. And yes. y'all keep on doing good stuff, eh? Yes, ma'am. Right. We appreciate that. No problem right. at all. We can link. Yeah, you see. Link.